Hey everybody, this is RJ Thompson here um, in the Hudson Fasteners office with uh, Chris and Lisa, and I'll introduce you to them in a moment. Um, you're on the fifth floor, right? We are. Yeah, yeah fifth floor of, uh, of YBI, and I'm looking out uh, through their very large windows, and I can see uh, the, the university skyscape uh, along with the diocese there in the background, and uh, it's... A very sunny, warm day. It's not crippling heat, um, but it was, a, it was certainly a pleasant walk down from campus. Um, and uh, I'm looking forward to, to learning more about, about the both of you and, and getting to know about Hudson Fasteners. And not even just that, but learning about you both as people. So um, having said that, um, there is, they write on their windows with dry erase markers, which I appreciate um, for reasons I may get into later. But uh, they have a quote here, uh, being good in business is the most fascinating kind of art. And I have to, I have to shout that out. It's sort of obligatory because it's Andy Warhol, um, of, of whom I am a fan. And, um, yeah. Why'd you put that on the window? Uh, actually we put it on the window because we were looking for something inspired, um, from somebody, uh, local to this area. And Andy Warhol is from Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. Um, plus we just love Andy Warhol from days in New York, days gone by. Um, and it's just a great quote. And he's certainly right. And if you check uh, the play on the words up there, um, we actually, fascinating, we uh, actually spell it as if it was a Fascin fastener type <laughs> word. So, yeah. yeah, so we did a little play on the word there and just love the quote. Nice. Chris had to take a call, everybody. She'll be back. But I'm here with uh, Lisa Klein-Handler, and um, we'll talk with Lisa first. So uh, let's start at the beginning. Um, not even, uh, like you know, beginning in Youngstown, but the way, way back, you know, how did, I guess, uh, how did you, how did you arrive, uh, in, in Youngstown? Uh, and you know, tell me about the origins of, uh, Hudson fasteners and we'll just go from there. All right, sounds great. All right. So let's just start out with the origins of Hudson fasteners. Um, so for the last, uh, 80 years, uh, my family has been in the fastener distribution business uh, my grandfather and my uncle uh, started uh, Brooklyn Nut and Bolt and Hudson Nut and Bolt. My grandfather started on um, 10th Avenue in New York City um, in 1946, and that's how we got the name Hudson. Um, and uh, I was in a family with all girls, and my dad always told us, none of you are going to be taking over this business, but... Um, when my dad did decide to retire, it was the first recession pretty much I had known in my life, early 90s, and I took over uh, my dad's business. He retired, I took over, and I was coming from the Garment Center in New York City, and I was an aspiring artist. Um, I was creating artwork for people like the Grateful Dead, the Rolling Stones, and I had no idea what I would do with the nut and bolt business, but... Uh, just took some of that creativity that I learned in the fashion industry and uh, being a creative soul and applied that to our company. That's awesome. Can, uh, selfishly for the designer in me, can you talk about the, the work you did for uh, Grateful Dead, Stones? Absolutely. So I'd love to talk about it. So uh, I was a uh, collage artist. And back in the day um, when I was creating collages, we did not have the computers and the ability to crop photos and make them into a collage format. 
Um, so I was actually hired by um, the Grateful Dead, the Rolling Stones, to create pieces um, for them to use. One was for Bill Wyman's restaurant in London, and my piece for the Grateful Dead actually was the cover of their calendar in 1990. That's cool. Does the Do you think the Stones piece is still over in uh, in the U.K.? You I think have, it still exists? I, the the piece definitely exists. There's actually three of them. Oh, okay, cool. Additions. That's great. Yeah. I love hearing that you've got an artistic background. Uh, and, you know, uh, you wouldn't necessarily expect that from, uh, from, I guess I didn't, because of how your company is positioned and the industry within which it works. Um, so it's, it's good to, to hear that you have a, it's not a passive background. It's like a very uh, formal one. Like you were an employed artist. I, I love it. Right. I and so it. it's it's like, that's kind of like the story, you know, like about coming to Youngstown, right? So we didn't really know why we're in Youngstown. Um, you know, like, why did we end up in Youngstown, Ohio? You know, Chris is originally from Boston. I'm from Long Island, New York. And uh when we first got here, we couldn't figure out, you know, how did we end up, you know, we're from these two major cities, like, how do we end up in Youngstown, Ohio, and what do we do here? Um, and when we first got here, a lot of the people were, the first reaction was they were so sorry to hear that we had moved. They were, you know, putting pity on us, like, hey, you moved to Youngstown. And we just thought, wow, that's like a really bad story. Mm -hmm. um, we got to find out what's in this Youngstown and why are they telling us this? Why do we need to feel <laughs> like this? So, uh, you know, I can remember nine years ago when we first got here and we came down to uh, Youngstown, it was pretty desolate down here. There was nothing going on. Um, and the only thing we could find alive down here was the Youngstown Business Incubator. And at that time, we were like aspiring um, technology company. We knew that we had something that we wanted to build, um, but we weren't ready at that time. Um, so we did end up at the Youngstown Business Incubator. We got up enough nerve to walk through the door. Um, and at that time, the Small Business Development Center was here, and we met with this guy named Bill Oliver uh, that passed earlier this year. Um, he was a terrific guy and a former Boston uh, home ground. Um, and we really connected with him. He helped us a lot with our business and connected us to the Small Business Development Center and what they had. Um, and what we saw down here was that there was a lot of great things going on, but not so many people connected at that time. Um, so we we got involved in programs at YSU and utilizing the Small Business Development Center. And then we were lucky enough to get um, chosen by the SBA for the Emerging Leaders Program over at the Williamson College of Business. Um, and we just have continued to be blessed in this area. So we just have always been very passionate about being here in Youngstown. Uh, it's just been uh, really good to us. You know, uh, speaking as someone who feels relatively the same way about opportunity here, once you either you're creating it for yourself or you find out how to access it, and once you turn that on, you flip that switch, it, it doesn't stop necessarily. I mean, you have to you have to access it, but also, you know, make sure that those successes are consistent and always accessible. And it just, it just keeps coming. 
it just it just keeps coming. It, at times, it's overwhelming. It seems like so. Uh, I'm glad I'm glad to hear that. Um, you know, uh, so uh, Chris came back into the room, and I, I want to introduce her and uh, have uh, have her detail a little bit of her background too, and uh, put forth an offer. Next call you get, I'm certainly willing to take it. You know, I can step out, and you guys, you two can just talk amongst yourselves, and you know, uh, and then I'll 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 handle the business well. I I can handle clients. All right. Yeah, I, I can figure it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I put together enough baby toys to, you know, um, but uh, yeah, so uh, Chris Young, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, all right, so um, I started working for Hudson Fasteners in 1996. I'm originally from Boston, um, spent 20 years on Long Island, right across the street from the Atlantic Ocean, which I miss very dearly. Um, but here we are in Youngstown. Um, so I've been with the company for 20-some-odd years now um, and love every minute of it. So while we sell nuts, bolts, and screws, um, the reason we are here in the Youngstown Business Incubator is because we've developed a B2B e-commerce platform um, that we hope to take out there to the world and uh, get rich. <laughs> <laughs> And make lots of jobs for people in Youngstown. Yes, yes. Making jobs and that, it, it's more so that than the getting rich part, right? That's, that's, that's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's the important part. <laughs> and um, how is business going? So um, technology is very challenging when you're not a technology person. Would you say, Lisa? Yes. Um, you know... We sell nuts, bolts, and screws, and we're really good at it. Um, but that's what we know. So having to do the technology piece of it was uh, interesting, um, eye-opening, and hard as heck. <laughs> yeah, so the, the, the interesting part as entrepreneurs, um, you are very passionate about doing something. Uh, so for us... The way we got started on this uh, mission to build this technology was all about customer experience. Our industry faced a problem that is unique to several industries, but um, very unique to the fastener industry in that um, we have product categories that have hundreds or tens of thousands of results. Um, and we needed to fix that problem, and we did, and we're really proud of the technology that we built here in Youngstown. Mm -hmm. um, because of the Youngstown Business Incubator, we've been able to take a dream and make it into a reality. Uh, we're now waiting for the United's, uh, Pat United States Patent and Trademark Office to um, see that we have built technology and we're fit for a patent, which would be quite exciting um, for ourselves and for the incubator so I would just also like to say that um, you know it's been said that it takes a village to raise a child um, I believe it also takes a community to raise a business um, and one of the things that we've certainly found a lot easier to um, access and manage in Youngstown is the resources um, that the community around us provides. So you have the Small Business Development Center, you have the City of Youngstown who gives out the um, initiative grants, um, you have 
the Mahoning Valley Economic, Economic Development, Development Corporation. Right, exactly. I, YSU. There's, there's all piece, these are all pieces that play together to help to grow um, yourself, uh, you know, individually and as a business owner. And I think all of those things are important. And the best part is they're all available right here at downtown Youngstown. Yeah, and that's another thing that we found here. So when you're from New York or Boston, big cities, a lot of these things are there, but they're not as accessible. So if you're going to be an entrepreneur, wouldn't you rather be an entrepreneur in a city where these people are accessible to you, where funding is accessible to you, where government agencies are accessible? So everything seems to be so accessible here. Um, and We've made it our business to try to get out in the community, be part of the community, mm -hmm. be part of the affairs, and, and give be a, back to the and, community. Right, and be an advocate for the city. We really, um, one thing that uh, got to us when we first got here, not only that, you know, people telling us they were sorry that we were here, but that old meme Rust Belt mentality where, hey, jobs are gone, you know, this place is never going to be the same. And we just didn't feel like that was the real message of this city. Like we saw like a lot of really driven people like the Jim Costlers of Youngstown, the people that really are the ones that mm -hmm. kept on saying Youngstown can do this, Youngstown can do it. And, you know, look at this place. Yeah, yeah. You look around this city after the nine years that we've been here and this is a complete I mean I would say we're like at 360 I mean where this place is, was that time when we walked down here and there was nobody as opposed to today I mean I was outside the incubator this morning and there must have been 25 people congregating talking talking about business about technology that's what we want to see here in this city and, you know, uh, you brought up a lot of really good points. Uh, I'd like to start with, you know, just the, the community involvement. You could, have, you could have moved your business here and remained completely anonymous and still accomplish your goals. And that's all well and good, but would they feel hollow, you know, as a result? Like being, a t being the type of company that integrates with the community, interacts with the community, I think it makes your victories that much sweeter. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, yes, you do give back and, you know, you're, you're certainly advocates for, for growing uh, Youngstown and growing technology and all of these other matters um, and pushing them forward. But, you know, uh, it, it says a lot about the spirit of a company, the soul of it, when it it wants to work with the community and celebrate in its successes and lead that charge and be a part of it, you know, be a part of the, the greater family. Um, a lot of companies can move here, make a, just save so much money on uh, cost of living and tax incentives and whatever they may be and, and be totally anonymous. And I don't feel like, you know, that's good for anyone. Yeah. We're meeting a bottom line ledgers in the black, but um, what good is it? You know, so having uh, having organizations like yours as involved as you are in the community, uh, it's sort of uh, I, I'd like to see it as a contagion in that you're you're leading here. You've demonstrated that you can you can relocate here. You can have a lot of success, and you can share that success with this community. And people value that so much. And um, ultimately your leaders amongst all of these new startups in the space that you inhabit. There are a lot of baby companies here. And 
Um, you know, speaking from personal experience, when I ran my company, I offered a lot of pro bono nonprofit work, probably more than I should have. But uh, the one side to that was it did get me paid clients and it did get me good work. But at the end of the day, like I felt good being able to, you know, design a, a flyer or a brochure for an organization that's trying to cure a disease. Or I give 500 bucks to Rotary that goes to eradicate uh, polio in India. You know, uh, those are marketable things and messages that you can talk about. But at the end of the day, like, hey, I, I went to sleep and I slept well and I felt good about the work that I was doing and being able to put my talents into that area. And, you know, having interacted with some of the baby companies here, like you guys are going to be leaders if you are already with how not only how they can interact with the community, but why they should and why that continued relationship uh, requires investment. So not just financial either. Uh, Chris, you come to the EAG meetings, you were, you were at the in-place meeting, you know, that time investment, just showing up and showing interest means so much. Um, care to elaborate on my very long-winded <laughs> uh, response to that? Yeah, so those things are really important. They're really important for us as business owners, um, and also, we think that they're really important for us as business owners to show our employees. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I have happy employees because they're engaged uh, with the community and they feel like they're part of our team, our mission, our goals, then that makes them happier and they want to come to work. Um, also, uh, mm-hmm. one big thing that we that we find around this particular area is the fact that young people tend to leave when they graduate Mm -hmm. high school or college. Um, And, um, you know, that's a big, that's a big drain for the government of the city itself. And the fact that, you know, all these young people take off and leave, there's less tax base to draw from. Um, There's less, um, Employers want to come into your city to to set up shop because they can't get the help that they need. So it's kind of a double-edged sword, but I think that right now we're finding a happy medium um, amongst all of the groups. Um, the young folks are participating. The uh, the business is are participating. The government is participating. Um, the educational system is involved as well. And you have all these pieces working together and goes right back to what I said earlier, community. Um, us all being happy, us all being able to draw from one another um, whatever resources we need to accomplish the goals that, that we need to. Um, again, that, 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 that goes back to my employees are happy. If my employees are happy, I'm happy, and I make you know, more jobs, more opportunities. Um, the city gets more money in taxes, and we're good to go all the way around. And I think that uh, it's it's good for the city, um, and, and it's good for us to be a, a, an example for, as you said, these younger startups that are in the incubator. Is it convenient for us to go to every meeting 
or to be involved in these activities that we choose to. Um, you know, a lot of times as entrepreneurs, we just don't have enough time. Mm -hmm. But you know what? You really have to go above and beyond. And if you want excellence at the end of the day, it is about, like Chris said, it really does take a community. Um, there's one thing even about mm. being a successful entrepreneur. There's no way that we could be successful if it was not for the Youngstown Business Incubator, our EIRs, you know, Jim and Barb, you know, if mm -hmm. it wasn't for their passion for what they're doing, we wouldn't be sitting in this office right now. So it, it is about us all working together. Um, and that's the one it's really so encouraging right now. I have to say, like, I, I really see so much good mm -hmm. happening. And thank you, RJ. You know, uh, Dominic has been doing a fabulous job. Um, my Cripco. Yep. I mean, people around town that are just American moving news. and shaking this place and really, like, you know, even... Uh, Jim Tressel, you know, another amazing figure for this town. I mean, we're seeing, like, big changes coming, big changes that could keep uh, people here, that do give the promise of jobs. <clears throat> I mean, we're here to grow our companies and create jobs in this area. That's what being in this incubator is about, and, you know, that's what we hope to do for ourselves. Um, and the one thing I also wanted to say is, you know, this has been a really um, – great time to be sharing with our community. Uh, with the advent of social media, we have a way now of connecting that we've never had accessible to us before. Um, and it's it really doesn't take a lot of time to help support your community by using your uh your feeds, your social feeds, to tell people about events that are going mm -hmm. on, to encourage them. Um, and <clears throat> so for us, we've been doing a lot of this Periscope. Uh, we're recording right on the fly. And so like at uh, the McDonough Museum, when we had that introduction about the grant money and you were talking about right. City of You, a lot of folks just can't come. They're at work or they're off of school for the summer, whatever the case might be. For us to capture that information and see send it out, it just gives new life, new right. opportunity to people that just can't be there but do <clears> care <throat> about Youngstown. And we have found so much traction with our social media that it's such a wonderful tool. Um, and I think it says what it is. I mean, social and media. I mean, without two people or many, it's not going to be great. Right. What makes it great is all of us, and that's, it gets back to the same thing. All of us, that theme of camaraderie, like how do we support one another? How do we lift each other up to make this not only the great city it once was, but the best place to be in America, for instance? You know, when you when you say that about being the, the best place to be in America, like that's such an amazing goal. Um, <clears throat> and it reminds me of something that the mayor has said and others have said as well, that <clears throat> we're not trying to return to where we were. Uh, we're, you know, I, I think on a technical level, trying to stabilize and keep people from leaving. And there's been a lot of conversations about how we've been able to, you know, uh, do that. Um, but I, I'm really in, I'm really interested in the identity, <clears throat> pardon me, of the city um, as it moves forward. You know, we were this one thing, and between then and now, that transitional zone, we were something else. And I don't, 
I, I want to focus on the identity of where we're going to be in, in five years, 10 years, not how we are now, because, you know, we're still seeing that transition, you know, we're still seeing growth and, you know, we may have been able to, to stave off population loss to an extent and cultivate opportunities and uh, to recruit talent here, homegrown talent. Um, but where are we going to be in five years, 10 years? What does that version of, of Youngstown look like? And uh, everyone I ask this to gives me a completely different response. And um, I'm kind of curious, what do you think Youngstown will look like, the Youngstown that, that you're helping to build, that we're all contributing to build? What's that gonna look, what, what are we going to be looking like in 10, 15 years? So I see an art-filled community full of uh, young people who take pride in where they live and where they work. And as far as the business environment, I see that there will be lots of uh, opportunities for young folks to come down here and do something that energizes them. Um, while it may not be the, you know, the end all be all for them, it's a great, uh, starting place. And, um, that's where I see Youngstown headed. I really see this city. Um, I see it, uh, full of, I just see it as a really hip community that utilizes all the greatness that it has, um, available to it. Even right now, uh, the oldest art museum in the United States 70-some-odd golf courses, world-class hospital systems, um, the tech belt um, that replaces our Rust Belt meme, uh, that tech belt, the corridor um, of Pittsburgh, which is just booming with greatness right now, revitalizing their city, Cleveland doing the same thing. And while we cannot uh, look back um, at what we once were, uh, what we can look at that's really exciting is these gorgeous structures and the beautiful, um, the work that went in, the craftsmanship that went into putting these buildings up, that pride in America that once existed, that some of us really can't identify anymore. But I think that what this city is so great is that we have a ton of that. We have the future. We have the Youngstown Business Incubator. We have America Makes with this whole new 3D printing additive manufacturing, which really is the future of mm -hmm. manufacturing in this country and the world. So we <clears throat> have all the foundations that we need. So when I think about our city in the future, I see this really hip downtown. I see a lot of boutiques. <clears throat> I see places where people like to hang out. Um, I see a lot of different types of restaurants, all kinds of, you know, <laughs> culture infusion here, because um, there is a lot of culture going on here, but we need to infuse the city with a lot of different cultures, respect each other, um, and, you know, pay homage to the past, but really be visionaries for the future. And how you spoke about it, I mean, the, the passion is, is it's clearly there with both of you. Like, you can... You can just hear it's a, it's forceful, it's powerful, um, and I hope uh, listeners that's certainly coming across and hopefully not uh, damaging your eardrums. Uh, <laughs> but um, 
when I ask this of people, you know, they feel just as passionate and, you know, they have differing ideas on what they want to see or how they want to interact. But it really comes down to that, that sense of community and, um, <clears throat> you know, culture building. And, and what's refreshing about that is of all the people I've spoken to thus far, if you put them into a, in a room for a few hours, I think that they could leave with a very clear idea on what they want and how they can do it. And more importantly, how they can get others involved and, you know, not necessarily need to depend on finances to do it. Because a lot of it isn't, a lot of these things that we're talking about don't necessarily even require money. It's, it's ideology buy-in, you know, uh, it's buying into that, that philosophy. So like I talk about the spirit of your company and, you know, here's the spirit of the city. And like that part of the identity is, is what I think, I don't even want to use the term buy-in. I think that's what people need to believe in. And as soon as they really truly do that, then we'll start to see these things happen and come to fruition at a, at a much faster clip than you would, uh, you know, 10, 15 years from now. Well, what about five years from now? You know, there's no reason uh, why we can't have that full buy-in. Um, you know, last night at the in-place uh, meeting, we saw a lot of that. And we talked with a lot of people that felt that same way. And empowering that particular group, which were mostly creatives, uh, for you audience that weren't there, creatives and artists, um, they now are able to channel that particular passion in a very specific way. Some of the questions that came out of last night are um, – well, what if we want? What if we come up with something really good that doesn't fall into the grant guidelines? Can we find someone else to fund it? And it's like, yeah, absolutely. Like you know, I, I had mentioned, you know, to, I brought up Karen's quote about wanting to make a, a, a poetry park. It doesn't necessarily cost anything. I mean, we can reclaim some, some, some land, and there's certainly enough that the city government has to make it that accessible. We can make it happen now. So uh, in an ideal sense, if there was one thing that you would want that you could make happen now, uh, and it could be totally selfish, but like in terms of pushing Youngstown forward, what, what would that be for, for each of you? And it doesn't have to be something tangible or, yeah, this is when I put you on the spot. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, so for me, I'm just going to be real honest. I don't know if people are going to like this answer, but <laughs> I'm going to say it anyway. So I've just learned uh, in the business world just from being in New York and being in the Garmin Center and just being in business that uh, every city needs an anchor store and that anchor store is usually a brand name that people recognize and it gives the confidence of the business community to follow suit so I think that we really need a brand name to come down to this city and support us and there are plenty in this area that have the capacity to do this we need someone that serves food at fair price they have community meeting rooms they are open and have Wi-Fi for the, the public. They'll allow students to sit there for hours on end and not mention a word. Mm -hmm. They have coffee refills all the time. They own a lot of air, uh, restaurants in this area. Um, they serve really good food. They have organic foods there. Um, you know, 
they're available in this area. So that's one thing that I really recommend that this city needs is one good anchor store to bring in the confidence, and then we can get some really good name brand boutiques to also follow suit. I would love to see that in this city. Um, you know, and the one other thing that I wanted to just say and throw out there, RJ, to you is that um, I have this thing. It's called the, my three P's to success. And those three P's are patience, passion, and persistence. Mm -hmm. And without all three of those, we can't move our city forward. So patience so that we know that changes happen incrementally and sometimes they're slow and unrecognizable, but know that there's people in the city working very hard yeah. to make change happen. Absolutely. So let's recognize that patience, let's have passion together as a group, and let's not give up. That's what's going to make us successful. And with that being said, Chris is going to tell us what this city needs. <laughs> well said. Very well said. That's a tough act to follow. I know it. I know it. Well, she's the creative one. I'm just the, you know, uh, let's just say logical the brains. one. Yeah. You know what? The other side to that is, the other side to that is the, the creatives... Uh, and I speak from experience. The, the the creatives need the the support, you know, reaffirming support that they're not crazy and the things that they're saying can make sense and you know they're based in on some form of reality. So uh, I definitely you can be the the logic brain for sure, the other half of the brain. But let's be real, you're the support here. You're the support, and and you keep you keep this this uh, ship flying. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, thank you for all that. I'm not, you know, I'm not so sure I want all of it all, most of the time, but um, uh, nonetheless, I, you know, it's a great position to be in. Um, Youngstown's doing a lot of great things. There are certain issues that need to be worked on. Um, I don't think I need to tell everybody what they are. I think that they're quite obvious. Um, and, you know, I'm an out-of-towner, out and I can see it. So, um, you know, I think we just need to put a little more effort into solving, not even necessarily solving right away, but working on some of those issues and um, coming together in other parts of our community. Um, and that's what's going to make us a whole city. I believe that wholeheartedly. Um, let's switch gears here for a moment. Um, I wanted to ask you about, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, because the, the title may uh, elude me. Um, is it World Manufacturing Day? Or manufacturing Day. Yeah. Just Manufacturing Day. Okay. And we want to bring the world here. That's why I got confused. Well, okay, so actually yeah. <laughs> it, is, it is like World Manufacturing Day. So Manufacturing Day is a movement. That I, I think they started about five years ago. Um, our company has been supporting it over the last three years. Um, through our social media, we have connected with Manufacturing Day um, and just helped promote that um, the movement. Um, and why we think Manufacturing Day is really important uh, because manufacturing jobs are really great jobs and we're going to have a lot of them in Northeast Ohio. Um, and what we're trying to encourage um, people to is to look at manufacturing in a new light. Uh, so we want to dispel this myth of these old dirty factories and we know what they are here. 
we're surrounded by them, we see them, uh, but we also know, uh, based on where we sit with America Makes right here around the corner, um, that there is brand new technology here. It's not dirty technology. It's new. Um, some of the jobs kids um, can't even visualize what possibly could happen for them. Um, we're also surrounded by all these great tech schools in this area. So there's plenty to do um, for students to learn uh, new ways of using manufacturing as a career path or even, you know, in their uh, scholastic path to choose as, uh, what courses they're going to take, industrial engineering. Mm -hmm. And uh, Youngstown State University is an accredited STEM college now, so that science, technology, engineering, and math is really being promoted. So we really are lifting the students of this area and giving them um, not everybody in America knows what 3D printing is and additive manufacturing. Kids from this area are actually, through the Manufacturing Day movement, are finding out about tech schools, about YSU and what they can offer, about um, the fact that they could have a career that you know pays you know up to seventy thousand or seventy thousand dollars a year or even more than that yeah. mm -hmm. as a starting job. Yeah. So it's not like this old story, that old meme, that Rust Belt meme that you know said we lost our jobs. These factories are no good. Um, it's actually a completely new movement. Um, so our company um, over the last couple of years we've had an event here that's been not tremendous, but well supported by the mayor, uh, Tim Ryan, our congressman, and by uh, uh, Jim Tressel from YSU has been America very su supportive and America Makes, and YBI. of course the YBI. Yep. Uh, but this year we're really going all out. Yep. We're really reaching out to all the groups in town, trying to get um, our city on the map. So Now's the time. Exactly. Yes, absolutely. It absolutely. just seems like perfect timing for us to highlight our city, to work with the folks from Manufacturing Day, tell them about our city, all the support that we're getting. I mean, the ideal situation for Manufacturing Day is that you engage a tech school, a university, a government official. We're doing all of it. We, we we get the whole package and bring it together, and um, I'm you know we're very blessed. We're getting a lot of great support um, from people around town, helping us make this event happen this year. And uh, we're going to be at one of the up and coming meetings, talking to the folks of the city about how they can actually um, get engaged and uh, be a part of Manufacturing Day. Yeah, I think that's happening in September. I think we're doing the Youngs, the uh, EAG meeting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. To, to, to you know, invite folks and let them know what's going on uh, with the day. Um, we're also for Manufacturing Day. Um, we are a fastener distributor, um, and so we are also promoting and sponsoring uh, Manufacturing Day within the fastener industry. So we've reached out to all of the regional fastener associations. And we are asking them to commit a minimum of one. Um, they can certainly come up with more than that if they'd like. A minimum of one company within their organization um, to sponsor an event for Manufacturing Day. So I believe that we would be the first industry since Manufacturing Day that's uh, actually, as a whole, um, you know, invited folks in to participate in Manufacturing Day in our facilities. So we're pretty proud of that. Um, 
Yeah, and, and as you can see, RJ, we don't just stop at Youngstown. Yep. Right. We go for the whole... This is nationwide. And you know what? Everybody says, like, what can I do? What can you do in this day and age? Almost anything. Mm -hmm. With the tools that are available for you now, the way you can communicate with people, the sky's the limit. So... This little, you know, small fastener company located in Youngstown, Ohio, takes the lead in their industry and goes and organizes all of this. And it really does help our company because it gives us a much larger voice. But at the same token, we're getting involved. We're, we're, we're being the passionate people. We're, we're getting, bringing people's minds forward. You know, ha our industry is all brick and mortar. We sell nuts, bolts, and screws. Mm -hmm. The thought of using social media to our industry was so far, and <laughs> they had no idea right. how to use it. And as a result of it, we've been able to change our industry and the media model that it has. Mm -hmm. So it's really an exciting time for our company on so many levels because like social media, we've been working on it for 10 years. We're now seeing the fruits of our labor, labor mm -hmm. right now. So when I say to people, you have to apply those three P's of success, you literally need to do it at every facet of your life. Mm -hmm. You know, like don't expect to build something. If you want something great, don't expect it to happen overnight. Expect it to take a long time and that for you to have to encourage people all, along the way and even get encouragement, you know. I mean, we all, again, comes back to needing each other. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, having said that, um, I think that's as a good a place to end as any. Mm -hmm. So um, I want to thank you both for, for your time sitting down with me. And we'll definitely do this again, hopefully, uh, when uh, Manufacturing Day uh, creeps closer. Um, and, day. you know, maybe at that time we can pull in some, uh, you know, excited uh, students of any level to talk about, you know, prospective careers in STEM. And uh, I think that would be a wonderful way to practice what you preach, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. RJ, thank yeah. you very much. It's been fantastic. And much success to you with the City of You campaign. Yeah. We totally support you and can't wait to see where this is all going. Oh, you'll get a poster. You might see yourself on a poster on Federal somewhere. So, yeah, it's exciting, and uh, I thank you guys for your support. And uh, thanks, everyone, for listening, and we'll check in with uh, Hudson Fasteners, uh, Chris and Lisa, in a little bit. All right, take care, everyone.